Welcome to Sermons from Bailey Road. You are about to hear a sermon given at Bailey Road Baptist Church. Bailey Road is a small Bible-believing church located in North Jackson, Ohio, and is pastored by Pastor Aaron Smith. We are dedicated to serving the Lord through our people and through our teaching. We hope you are enlightened by today's message, and again, welcome to Bailey Road Baptist Church. Stood by the lake of Gesinneret, and saw two ships standing by the lake, and the fishermen were gone out of them, and were washing their nets. And he entered into one of the ships, which was Simon's, and prayed that he would thrust out a little from the land. And he sat down and taught the people out of the ship. Now when he had left speaking, he said unto Simon, Launch out into the deep, and let down your nets for a draft. For a draft, sorry. And Simon answering said unto him, Master, we have toiled all the night and have taken nothing. Nevertheless, at thy word, I will let down the net. When they had this done, they enclosed a great multitude of fishes, and their nets brake. And they beckoned unto their partners which were in the other ship, that they should come and help them. And they came and filled both the ships, so that they began to sink. When Simon Peter saw it, he fell down at Jesus' knees, saying, Depart from me, for I am a sinful man, O Lord. For he was astonished, and all that were with him, at the draft of fishes which they had taken. And so also was James and John, the sons of Zebedee, which were partners with Simon. And Jesus said unto Simon, Fear not, from henceforth thou shalt catch men. When they had brought their ships to land, they forsook all and followed him. I want to draw your attention this morning to verse number 4. The scripture says, now when he had left speaking, he said unto Simon, Launch out into the deep, and let down your nets for a draft. That phrase there, if you're in the habit of marking your Bibles, you might circle or underline or highlight that phrase where Jesus said to Simon, Launch out. Launch out into the deep. This morning, I want to bring a message from this passage here entitled, It's Time to Launch Out. It's time to launch out. Let's pray this morning and we'll get started. Our Heavenly Father, I thank you. God, I thank you once again for your love and kindness to us. God, you have blessed this church so much. You have given and done so much for us. And Father, we want to serve you with all we have, with all that you have given. We know it all belongs to you, and it's only in your goodness and by your mercy that we are not consumed. And Father, I pray this morning as we explore this passage of Scripture from your Word, God, that you would help us to apply it to our own lives. God, we 
speak primarily this morning to and as a church. And we look to what you would have us to do. Father, as we have made plans and preparations, we look forward to launching out. Moving forward by faith for the cause of Christ. And God, I ask that you would help us this morning to get a glimpse of what it is that we can do when we do it your way. When we do it with you in mind. When we do it with you first. God, help us in this, we pray in Jesus' name. Amen. Well, we know that the journey of Bailey Road Baptist Church began some 70 years ago. And along the way, all of us at some point have decided to join this journey, whether that was 70 years ago or seven minutes ago. We're all in this journey together. Of course, several months ago, my family and I joined you on this journey. And uh, we thank you for the welcome that we've received and that we've already been able to have a part in and a part of with you. In some ways, it seems like we've always been here, and in other ways, it seems like we're still adjusting. But we're thrilled to be along with you for this journey. Of course, coronavirus has complicated things somewhat over the last several months. But together, we've made necessary steps and necessary arrangements to plan to move forward by faith. Back in May, we began looking at this topic of moving forward by faith as we began to meet again in person. We investigated scriptural examples of how to break through spiritual barriers. And I tell you, those barriers are not going to just go away. We'll visit them again. We'll face them over and over again. Whether it is the barriers of feelings or fatigue or failure, unfairness, falsehood, fear, or unforgiveness, we will continue to face those, and we must continue to break through those if we're going to get past those barriers. Now, if you're still struggling getting past any of those barriers, or maybe even some barriers that we did not mention, that we didn't preach about, if you're still struggling in those areas, I, I want you to know that I am here to help you break through. This church is we're in this together to help each other and to know how to break through those barriers. My office is open. By the way, my phone works. You can call me anytime. You need my number? It should be in the bulletin. But it's 330-980-2077 if you don't have it. You can call me. You can text me. You can email me. Whatever you're most comfortable with, I want you to know we're here. We're here to help, and I would love to help you figure out how to get past what's holding you back. Because it's that important that we move forward by faith. And now is the time when we must move forward. Up to this point, 
We've simply talked about it. We've simply talked about moving forward. But the bags are packed. The car is loaded. Or the ship may be loaded. And it's time to untie the vessel and launch out into the deep. And this morning as we look at Luke chapter number 5, we have this passage of Scripture that I believe, I hope, will be a tremendous help to us as a church as we endeavor to launch out into the deep waters that God has called us to. But I want you to notice in verse number 1, as the Scripture says, And it came to pass that as the people pressed upon him to hear the word of God, as he stood by the lake, Gethsemane. I want you to notice just in verse number 1 that phrase, hear the Word of God. I hope up to this point as we have been pressing towards and getting ready to make our launch out in the Kids Connection Program and the Connection Program for Teens, we've talked a lot about faith. We've talked a lot about moving forward. But we haven't made too many steps to... Uh, to get there until now. It's been all preparation. But I want you to notice the purpose of what we're doing. So number one, the purpose. And that is to hear the Word of God. As we gather this morning here in at Bailey Road Baptist Church, as you sit in the pews, you, you open up the Bible, and, and you are hearing the Word of God. We've been hearing the Word of God for many weeks. James tells us, of course, that we are not to be hearers only, but also what? Doers. To be doers of the Word. But I submit to you this morning that our purpose is to hear the Word of God, but not just to hear the Word of God, but to respond to the Word of God. I think about passages that talk about, like in Matthew chapter 28, where Jesus said, Go ye into all the world and preach the gospel. To preach the gospel. To tell others about what Jesus Christ has done. He's called us to that. Are you hearing the word of God this morning? As he says, Go ye into all the world. I think of Paul in Romans chapter number 10. As he says, hear the word of God, but he says, how shall they hear without a preacher? How? I wonder this morning. I wonder this morning, who is going to tell? Who is going to do what God's word says to do? He says, go ye into all the world. Paul says, how shall they hear without a preacher? Paul also reminds us in 2 Corinthians chapter 5 that he has committed to us the ministry of reconciliation. That ministry of reconciliation. He has given it to us. Not just to hear, but to do. I wonder. I wonder. How are our neighbors going to hear? How is this community going to hear the gospel? Unless we tell. Now we don't hold an exclusive hold upon the gospel of Jesus Christ. 
But I feel like we have a pretty good hold on the gospel. And I know there are other churches and there are other places, but we're not responsible for what they are hearing. We're responsible for what we're hearing. And we're responsible for what we're hearing, but also in what we are doing to allow others to hear. To hear. And and so as we see this purpose, as they came to hear Jesus, they came to hear the Word of God. And boy, did they hear it. I don't know about you, but I can't wait. Well, I can wait, but I still can't wait to get to heaven. I, I want to hear what Jesus sounds like. I want to hear how He deals with and delivers the Word of God. Could you only imagine? I mean, in this scene, people were gathering together and they're hearing the Word of God as Jesus taught it. And I know that here at Bailey Road Baptist Church that we hear the Word of God. But what are we doing with it? More importantly, what are you doing with it? You see, it's too easy. It's too easy to say, well... They've got this. They've got this. Well, our church does a good job, and I believe our church does do a good job, but I want you to get more specific than that. As a matter of fact, can I just get real personal this morning? People always wonder, is the preacher preaching to me? Let me just tell you this morning, I am preaching to you. Okay? So if you're wondering, is is he preaching to me this morning? I'm preaching to you. Let me say this as well, I'm also preaching to me. What am I doing? Am I doing all that I can do? Are you doing all that you can do in the ministries here at Bailey Road Baptist Church so that people can hear the Word of God? This is the purpose. They came to hear Jesus. And we get this purpose here. But I want you to notice not just the purpose, but I want you to notice the patience. The Bible says as the fishermen were washing their nets, the Bible says in verse number 3, he entered into one of the ships. It was Simon's. And he prayed him, that simply means he asked him, that he would thrust out a little. Mark that in your Bibles there, that phrase, thrust out a little from from the land. And he sat down and taught the people out of the ship. Oh, the patience to thrust out just a little. As I look and study, I know that Bailey Road Baptist Church has been faithful over the years. Faithful to the call of Christ, to the gospel, to the doctrines that we've been handed down, been handed to, We've cared for them. We have properly dealt with them. We've properly taught them to others. Been faithful. We've continued to teach and preach the gospel. We've been steady. These are all good things. But may I also note 
And we've had times of weariness. Maybe a little weary. Now with weariness, you know the Bible never says don't be weary. Except once. It says be not weary in well-doing. But when we're weary, what do we have to do? We have to rest. We have to rest a little while. I'll tell you, I've been at this for a lot of years. And it's been kind of funny. I've mentioned this to my wife. I don't know where she went. Where'd your mother go? Now I'm distracted. Is she in here? Is she sitting somewhere else? I don't know. She's doing something. I know that. Now I'm really distracted. I came in a few months ago. I'm new, right? I asked, I, did I ask you this this week? I did. Okay. When am I not the new pastor anymore? We talked about you, you get a new car, it ceases to be new when you get your first ding, right? I don't want a ding, but I don't know when I'm not new also. <laughs> but I don't know when I'm not the new pastor anymore. But I will tell you, I, I come, and I know the new guy's supposed to be fresh, right? It's okay, you can answer. Of course, the new guy's supposed to be fresh. He's new. I've been doing this a while. I'm weary. I get weary just like you do. But you know what we have to do in weariness? We have to pray, and we have to move forward by faith. We have to break through that barrier of the weariness and continue to take steps one at a time by faith as He leads. Here's the thing about weariness, that I love what Jesus said. He said, take my yoke upon you. Learn of me. For I'm meek and lowly, humble in heart. Ye shall find rest for your souls. Listen, we have to find our rest in Christ. Hey, it's one thing to be weary, but weary doesn't mean that we get to stop. Weary doesn't mean that, that we, we get to say, well, I'm done, let somebody else do it. No, we need people that are going to hear, but people that are going to do. You see, there is a purpose and there is a patience. We launch out a little. We launch out a little. We've launched out a little. We've done some things. But when Jesus was done speaking, in verse number 4, it says that He said to Simon, launch out into the deep. Launch out into the deep and let down your nets for a draft. And I want you to notice what Simon said. He said, Master, we've toiled all the night. We've taken nothing. Nevertheless, at thy word, I will let down the net. Simon's new. And Simon, if you'll notice in Scripture, he questioned a lot. But in this particular instance, 
by faith, he said, Jesus, I'm just going to trust you. He said, we've toiled all night. That idea of toiled, that means they've worked. And I don't know, you've probably been fishing before, but if you've never been fishing with nets, fishing with a net is nothing like fishing with a pole. It's hard work. I mean, you take that net and, and you take it and you have to swing it and get it out there and then you've got to let it draw down and then you've got to pull that up with your hands. You're just pulling it up, pulling it up, pulling it up. And then you bring in whatever's in there and the more that's in there, the heavier it is. And the longer you do it, the heavier that empty net gets as you cast it over and then you pull it up and you pull it up. And Simon said, Lord, we've been out all night. We've toiled all night long. What Simon was saying, he's saying, Jesus, we're weary. We're a little tired here. But nevertheless, at thy word, I will let down the net. And I want you to notice not just the purpose and not just the patience, but I want you to notice this morning the possibility. The possibility. The possibility. Because up to this point in verse number 5, it had only been spoken about. Yes, they heard the word of God. Yes, they had thrust out a little bit. But up to this point, they had done nothing. Jesus hadn't done anything. The disciples hadn't done anything. But when Peter said, at thy word, I will let down the net. Notice it says in verse number 6, and when they had this done, they enclosed a great multitude of fishes. Their net break. When they finally did it, when they finally launched out, when they finally said, all right, Lord, we're not sure about this. We've been out there all night and we caught nothing. What do you think has changed? That's really what Peter's getting at here. He's saying, what's changed? We've been out there all night. But if you want to go, we'll take you. I don't know how long it took them to get from the, the side of the lake to the deep part of the lake. But they got there. And I don't know what they had talked about. We have two ships that we can best tell. Simon's ship and James and John's ship. And they're out there, and they get to the deep. And I'm just guessing, as I see the disciples that weren't the disciples at this time, but I see them, and I can picture, I can hear the conversation. And Peter's guys asking, what are we doing? You really think this is going to work? I don't know. You think it's going to work? I doubt it. Well, we'll just humor him. We just met a few days ago. He seems like a real nice guy. They get to the spot. They get the nets that they've already washed. Here goes nothing. Oh, nice throw. Let the net drop. 
gets to the end. Okay, here we go. Time to pull. It felt different than it did last night. It's just, just a little bit different. Whoa. Some fish in here. They began pulling. They began pulling. And they finally get the nets in. And I don't know if they kept casting or if it was just one cast. But the Bible says that they had to bring the other ship over. And they filled both ships with so many fish that it was as if they were going to sink. There was so much weight on them. The possibility when we launch out is endless. The possibility when we trust God by faith is endless. They called them over. They said, come help. And Simon, as he's looking at all the draft of fishes, he comes over and he falls at Jesus' feet. And he says, depart from me, for I am a sinful man, O Lord. The possibility is that when we launch out by faith, it is not about what you and I can do, but it is about what God can do. It is not about what we can accomplish. It's about what God can accomplish. It's not about what you and I can just see happen, but what God can make happen. You see, we have to launch out. Even in our weariness, we must obey and launch out by faith. And in our doubting, we must obey and launch out by faith. And in our obedience, we must recognize who we are. We're simply sinful men that God chooses to use. But I tell you, in, our, in God's simplicity, as we recognize who we are, it's more important that we recognize and see who He is. He is the God of possibilities. And I tell you this morning that when we hear the Word of God, and when we do the Word of God, and we have patience with God's Word, and we endure through that, and we thrust out a little, and when we finally come to the place where we're willing to launch out into the deep, I tell you, there is no end of what God can do in and through this church. But we must launch out into the deep. If we're going to see what God can do, The amazing thing in this is Jesus could have had them drop their nets on the seashore. And they could have pulled in the same amount of fish. But it wasn't simply about dropping the nets. It was about launching out. It's about getting out of that comfort zone. We all have comfort zones, don't we? We have them. We're comfortable in them. We're good there. But sometimes God calls us to launch out into the deep. Even, even when 
We just seem to be in the deep. And even when we're weary, and even when we doubt, God calls us. It was in this, as they brought it all in, that God said, Jesus said, Fear not, from henceforth thou shalt catch men. The Gospels are wonderful books, four Gospels. We see many of the stories told from different perspectives. If you've ever read in Matthew's account, when Jesus said, follow me, I'll make you fishers of men. We often wonder, why, why would they just leave their nets? Why would they just leave their business and follow Jesus? Because they'd launched out into the deep with Him. They saw the possibilities. And when He said, Thou shalt catch men, they said, Let's go. It wasn't about the catching men. It wasn't about giving up a career or, or whatever. It was about following Christ by faith. Over the next three years, the disciples would see some pretty amazing things. Over the next three years, the disciples would see the dead raised, the deaf hear, the blind see. They would see their Lord and their Savior crucified on a cross of Calvary. And when they thought it was all over, They went back to fishing. That which they had given up, that which they gave up when Christ said, follow me, they went back to that in their weariness, in their doubt. You ever notice in your own life how many times when you get discouraged that you give in to your flesh and your flesh begins to win in areas that you had had victory on years before? That your flesh goes back to it in those moments? Isn't that amazing? The disciples weren't any different. But then Jesus came back. He came to them again while they were fishing. And he asked Simon Peter, Simon, lovest thou me more than these? He spent 40 days with them after his resurrection, teaching them as they heard the word of God. And it was after that, but I think we see a very different and very mature Apostle Peter as he stood that day at Pentecost and with one sermon 5,000 men came to know Christ as their Savior. But he had to launch out into the deep once again.
he had to get out of that comfort zone. He had to get out of that boat once again. He had to get out of that upper room where they were held up. And he had to come and stand, and with the power of the Holy Ghost, God used him. I tell you this morning, and I submit to you, that the possibilities are endless when we launch out into the deep. And we do it together. I, for one, cannot wait to see what God does through Bailey Road Baptist Church. You say, how many, how many, how many before were successful? One. 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 You know how many, you know how many it's going to take for the angels to rejoice in heaven? One. Amen. You say, don't you want a hundred? Sure, we'll take a hundred. But it's worth it for one. But I know this, as we're obedient to God's word, one becomes two. Two becomes three. Three becomes four. But it only takes one to have success in God's word. May we be faithful to hear the Word of God. May we be true to do the Word of God. May we see the possibilities when we launch out into the deep to see what only God can do. I tell you, Aaron Smith can't do it. I'm a sinful man. Trevor Aldrich can't do it. He's a sinful man. Bob Salaz can't do it. He's a sinful man. Jim Moyers can't do it. He's a sinful man. But it's when sinful men and sinful women realize who we are. Realize what God can do in and through sinful men. That, my friend, is when God begins to move. Listen, please, please don't trust in me. I'm simply a mouthpiece for the Lord. A sinful man at best. I want to serve the Lord. I want to hear His Word. I want to do His Word. I want to launch out into the deep. I want you to go with me. Because I want you to see what God can do when we go. It's going to be amazing. If only one. Can we go into the deep for one? I'm willing. I'm willing. One at a time. We'll bring them in. For the purpose to build them up, to send them out, so that we can bring them in, to build them up, 
Send them out. Every head bowed, every eye closed this morning.